Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Welcome to Clear Vision. Sit back and watch tech do it. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul. We don't know if that is true, but what we do know is that having perfectly healthy eyes, excellent vision and clear eyes, free of pain or other symptoms are crucial to your health and well-being. The good news is that it's easy to learn more about eye problems, symptoms and the treatments that will keep you in tip-top shape. An estimated 253 million people are blind or visually impaired worldwide, 90% of whom live in low-income and middle-income countries. Countries. In Nigeria, approximately 4.25 million adults are blind or visually impaired with over 80% of the blindness from avoidable causes. It is estimated that 1.13 million individuals aged 40 years are currently blind in Nigeria. A further 2.7 million adults aged 40 years are estimated to have moderate visual impairment and an additional 400,000 adults are severely visually impaired and 4.25 million adults aged 40 years in Nigeria. Nigeria are visually impaired or blind. Although many people start developing eye diseases in middle age, their symptoms may not appear until later on when the condition is more advanced and harder to treat. In fact, some people may not realize they have a vision problem at all until the eye doctor detects it using a routine screening or comprehensive dilated eye exam which checks your retina, optic nerve, eye pressure and more. The risk for developing an eye condition increases with age but other factors can also up your odds of experiencing vision problems in the future. For example, African Americans and people with a family history of glaucoma may have a higher risk of developing the disease and people who have diabetes may develop a condition called diabetic retinopathy which can damage the retinas. By detecting eye diseases such as this and treating them as soon as possible, experts estimate that nearly half of all vision loss and blindness could be prevented. In all light of this, what is technology got to do and how can tech help you see better? We have an optometrist in the studio to treat us to everything eye care. He's the CEO and eye director at Goshen Foundation Eye Clinic Ibadan. He has a doctor of optometry degree from the University of Benin and a master of public health degree from the University of Ibadan. He is the president African Development and Health Surveillance Society Nigeria. Let's welcome optometrist for excellence. Dr. Romanus Wapa. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. All right. Blindness is one of the most life-altering conditions a person could experience. And in some cases, the symptoms of certain eye diseases can overlap with others. Probably knowing the symptoms can help us with early detection. So, doctor, what are the symptoms of eye disease? Well, when you talk about eye diseases, you know, it's a wide area. You have so many problems. You have diseases of the eye. You also have visual defects of the eye. They come with different symptoms and signs. Depending on what problem someone has, someone is having some eye disease that has maybe having redness. It can be a symptom for so many eye conditions. Someone that is having redness in the eye can be a symptom of conjunctivitis. It can be a symptom of active angle glaucoma. It can be a symptom of eye injury. So it can be a symptom of cornea abrasion in the case that someone had an injury in the cornea. So eye diseases come with similar symptoms. And then someone who is having a visual defect will come with headaches, itching, 
it could be a symptom of practice error. But the bottom line is that once someone is beginning to have some discomfort in the eye or having severe headache or having severe redness and severe itching, it is a telltale sign that something is wrong with the eye and that individual needs to seek help from the appropriate professional, an eye doctor, so that that can be treated early. Because most symptoms of eye conditions come and when they are not treated, they seem to subside, but then the problem has not been solved. And a lot of people go blind for avoidable conditions, you know, things that are treatable, things that can easily be treated as cause blindness to so many people in developing countries. So that's all I can say concerning the signs and symptoms because you have a lot of um, diseases and visual defects that can come with different symptoms and signs. Okay, so getting tested is what will let you know exactly what disease it is you have with your eye. Yes. Okay. All right, aside the risk factors I mentioned in my introduction, what other risk factors could predispose one to eye disease? Well, eye diseases, some of them come even from birth, you know, which can be genetically linked. Children, babies can be born with eye conditions that has to do with maybe a refraction and child is growing up, defect can be observed. And there are some children that are born with pathological conditions. Someone can be born with cataracts, someone can be born with glaucoma, and someone can be born with different retinal problems. So in those cases, genetic factors can play a role. But then when someone is also growing development, environmental factors, they all play a role. For instance, someone is working and the eyes are exposed to hazardous conditions, environmental factors play a role too in causing eye problems. Someone who's working at a way that, for instance, occupational factors play a role, is working with weather lamps and not using the proper safety measures. It could develop glaucoma, I mean, a cataract. It could develop serious eye problems that can lead to cataract. So you can see occupational factors zero. Then someone too who is working on computer all the time is on computer without shade and things like that can develop discomfort and that could be as a result of the occupational hazard of being exposed to computer all the time. So there are different risk factors that can expose someone to a particular eye problem. A child that is always watching television very close, probably the person is having short-sightedness and just is watching television at a close range, it could increase the risk of that short-sightedness, myopia, developing faster to a higher level. You know, excessive network could increase that risk, okay? For environment where you work, use of contact lens, for instance, in a dusty environment could lead to an eye problem. You know, so there are different factors that have to do with genetic factors, that have to do with environmental factors, that have to do with occupational exposure. These factors are real. And then age too is a main factor that can also cause eye condition because the risk of having eye disease increases with age because the eye also grow old, you know. The lens in the eye could become old and the person develops what's called cataracts and someone can become hypertensive because systemic condition can also predispose someone to eye condition. Someone can have hypertension and it can increase the risk of having glaucoma. Someone can have diabetes and that's a systemic condition, you know, and it can increase the risk of having cataracts or having glaucoma or having diabetic retinopathy. 
okay? And someone that has hypertension, it can increase the risk of having hypertensive retinopathy, okay? So there are so many risk factors that can lead to eye condition. I've mentioned eye injuries. You know, a lot of people have minor eye injury, they did not treat it, and it will lead to glaucoma or lead to cataracts. Even flogging a child with a cane in the eye and did not treat it can lead to glaucoma or cataracts. It can lead to uveitis. So there are many factors that can increase the risk of eye diseases or visual defects starting from genetic factors to environmental factors to occupational factors and then to age okay what about lifestyles are there certain things that people do or eat that might cause eye conditions Yes, lifestyle too. Yes, lifestyle can also increase the risk of eye condition, maybe like smoking. People that are smoking, they are more at risk of developing some eye problems that smoking can cause, like nicotine like in the cigarette, can, can damage the retina, you know. And again, lifestyle also can affect someone's risk of some systemic chronic diseases. You know, someone who is overweight and obese can increase her risk or his risk of developing diabetes or hypertension and then these diseases on their own will not increase the risk of having eye complications. So lifestyle factor is also a major factor. Yeah, it's like a channel. If you're prone to diabetes, hypertension, there's every possibility that it will affect your eyes. People might be thinking oh, that what exactly I'm listening. Go ahead. If someone is diabetic, the person needs to be checking the eye because diabetes affects your eyes. Mm. Okay. Now, although there have been numerous advances in technology to tread vision problems, there is still no cure for blindness. However, technology has helped in the ability for those with poor vision to see to a certain degree. So, in what ways has tech helped in treating eye issues? Well, technology has really improved the eye care process greatly. It has improved the area of diagnosis. You know, we have better diagnostic equipment now than we had 20 years ago. We have more digital equipment that can give more precise diagnosis to the doctor and in that case help to make a better treatment. We have better technologies now for eye surgeries. Before the eye surgeries were being done in a particular way, but now there is an improvement that technology has made it to be done in a better way that increases the rate of surgical success in terms of the patient being able to see. So we have technology has improved diagnosis in the sense that we have better equipment. Now technology has also improved in the area of refractive error. Technology has also improved comfort, you know. We have better lenses now, like we have look lenses, we have photochromic lenses, ultraviolet rays to help shade the eye, like someone who is using computer, we have blue lenses that can block blue light. These are products of technology. We have transition lenses, and these are products of technology. We have contact lenses too, different types of contact lenses that have helped to improve the area of comfort of the individual who have eye defects and can be able to adapt to do different works. Then we have also seen that technology has improved the area of surgeries. You know, the technology has improved the ability of the eye surgeon to perform different surgery. We have laser treatment in this period now. Cataract can be treated without having to get surgical cuts. It can be treated with laser. Even people that have myopia, short-sightedness, can use laser treatment and it can be treated and the problem can be corrected without their having to wear glasses. So technology has done a lot to improve eye care, you know, but it's not everybody that can access certain new technology that can improve eye care treatment. So basically, there's still a gap 
in area of access despite the improvement in technology there's a huge gap because blindness on its own is more of a problem of the poor because most of the people who end up going blind went blind because they could not access care you know so the huge problem is not even just only technology the huge problem is ability of the communities individuals to afford and to access eye care the access level remains low despite great improvements in technology hmm. I was about coming to that part, Doctor, because that was even the next point I was going to touch. I mean, Nigeria has a 3.3 ophthalmologists and optometrists million population, with the majority of ophthalmologists and optometrists concentrated more in the urban areas. And the greater number of Nigerians, they live in the rural areas. Like you just mentioned, this, most people that end up going blind are the poor people. And even those that can afford it have to travel long distances to access care. Now, this issue of accessing these technology, this care, how can we ensure quality eye care for those living in rural areas and how can we ensure that these people get the care they need? Are there any policies on ground? Are there any solutions that can help people that can't afford it get quality eye care? Well, to improve access, although governments have been doing all they can on their own part to help improve access to quality healthcare, what we call universal healthcare, in this case, primary eye care is the means of improving the access to quality eye care. And the government is presently pursuing the primary eye care, trying to integrate it into primary healthcare. What that means is there is a policy that is going on right now in Nigeria that is trying to to drive the primary eye care section of the primary health care. In other words, trying to bring in optometrists, nurses, and many people who ought to provide primary eye care to work in local government level. Because most times, most of the local government do not have optometrists or primary eye care workers who will work in the rural communities because of obvious factors. Part of the factors is the economic factor. Many people, many of the rural communities do not have the facility that is conducive to provide this improved eye care that we're talking about. So government is working on that. Then I believe that it's something that is related to other economic and developmental factors. For instance, electricity has to be provided by the government if access to quality eye care will be provided to people in the rural communities. Doctors need to work with electricity, so the equipment require electricity to power them. And then the economic factor too, people in the rural communities there is a lot of property in the rural community so many people may not even be able to afford a pair of glasses so it's an integrated it should go on government should have an integrated solution to it not just sending eye doctors to the rural communities and then they are working with they have the equipment to work they don't have the facilities to provide the quality care so Nigerian government is making efforts and again the availability of doctors manpower is also a factor it has been a factor in the last 20 years. We have very few eye doctors and many of them will prefer to work in the cities. We have very few ophthalmologists to work. But recently, there's some improvement in the area that some universities are now beginning to run optometry programs. Some years back, there was no optometry program in the north, but now some universities in the north are now beginning to do optometry. Some years back, there was no optometry program in the universities in the southwest. Now, University of Illinois is doing optometry. More universities are beginning to do optometry and that is also providing training that is bringing more eye doctors out who some of them are now beginning to open their own private practice in rural communities in local government and so that is making 
taken part in helping to prevent avoidable blindness. Okay, there. So the government has a lot to do in the long run. Government has a lot to play, and then the private sector also has a lot to play. But the government has a lot to play in providing the infrastructural facilities that will help to make life better and attract practitioners to invest in rural communities. Okay. Now, one major challenge that we must uh, touch on is the issue of using traditional methods to treat eye diseases. The Nigerian National Blindness Survey shows that almost half of all eyes that had a procedure for cataract had been couched. And that is the traditional procedure for clearing the visual access as a treatment for cataract. Now, this couching has had poor visual outcomes. So this just emphasizes the inadequacies of traditional method of treating eye diseases. So what step can we take to change this narrative and to enlighten the public that it's better to just go the science way? Well, counseling has been a traditional process that has been used to treat cataract cases in most communities and comes with complications. It comes with complications. I think economic factor has to be considered. Many of the patients that go for counseling can afford surgery. Uh, one of the ways to prevent arrest the prevalence of calcium is this to make surgical treatment affordable to the poor because if the poor people can't afford the proper surgical treatment they will opt for calcium because they want to see again education also play a role like i said before if people in rural communities can have access to quality eye care they can have access to doctors to consult with they can even be able to educate them but when there is no good access to doctors in the rural communities they have no one to educate them about the impact of culture so that they will go and try it and at the end of the day it comes with bad results so like i said making eye care affordable and accessible is the key to preventing blindness in nigeria all right, before we run off, Doug, while I was having the discussion with you, made me understand that it's another thing to mention that technology has a lot to do. But then to the layman, to the ordinary man who doesn't understand all of these technological terms, if we want them to benefit from this conversation, then we need to stress prevention because prevention, they say, is always better than cure. So I would like you to tell us, give us the way with which we can prevent eye diseases and then ultimately prevent a reoccurrence after treatment. Finally, I need to make this point. Some eye disease can be prevented. While some eye disease cannot be prevented, but they can be managed. For instance, eye conditions that were inherited from parents like glaucoma. If it was inherited from a parent, it cannot be prevented, but it can be managed. Okay? If someone is having cataract that she was born with cataract, that should be managed. It can be prevented. But then there are a lot of eye conditions like refractive errors. So them are inherited as a genetic factors in the body. So they have to be treated. They have to be managed. The ones that can be prevented are the ones that are like eye injuries, like someone is developing glaucoma gradually, the eye pressure is high. If the person have access to eye care and is following the doctor, then you can prevent glaucoma from causing visual loss. You know, so the basic thing is having access to upper eye care, having access to eye doctors, individuals going to do an eye check, even a routine eye check, you know, could help to prevent blindness because you may go to do a routine eye check and the doctor will discover that you have glaucoma, I mean the eye pressure is high, and then the doctor will manage it and help prevent it from developing into the glaucoma condition. So basically, routine eye check and then lifestyle change. People should avoid some lifestyle that increase the risk of eye condition. You know, we should work on our way to prevent diabetes. We should try to control our blood pressure. We should try to eat food that can help 
to enhance vision, you know, food they are rich in vitamin A and some other antioxidants that are very beneficial to the site. I think these are the things we can do to help. And then we should be able to work with safety in mind in our workplaces. People that are working as weather should wear safety goggles. People should have safety and face it. For instance, most of our schools, I don't even know how many of them that have eye wash in their laboratories. In case a child is in chemistry laboratory and a chemical splash to the person's eye, what do they do? Many people don't have the eye wash facilities to help wash these things. Meanwhile, these things can help prevent blindness, prevent eye injuries that can lead to blindness. So these are the attitudes. There's need for attitudinal change. There's a need for people to get more education in the area of eye health education and be able to do things that can help prevent eye injuries and the eye problems. Mm. All right then. So your final thoughts on what tech is doing to help people with eye issues? My final tech is there is a lot of good diagnostic technology available and most of the eye clinics are affordable. People should make use of the best of technologies that are available now, you know, by going to see properly trained eye care professionals, not to personalize quacks. Okay, then. I think that's a good way to put an end to it. We've been speaking with the Doctor of Optometry Masters Public Health, talking to the CEO and Eye Director at Goshen Foundation Eye Clinic in Ibadan. He is an eye doctor by excellence, and I'm sure you must have heard, and you can judge by yourself that there's a lot that you can do to ensure that your eye health is in check and is at its optimum. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Romanos Wakpa. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, sir. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the shows here on africatechradio.com.